Welcome to the foxhole and fox so esoterica. I promise I was sober when I wrote this. Welcome to a very special April Fool's Day episode of Foxo Esoterica. One of two that'll be coming out this month. Yes, you heard me right. I'm going to now be moving to a bi-monthly schedule. However, with my machinations, I am not going to be doing the same thing twice a month. The first episode of the month will be what we're going to be doing tonight, and I'll get to that in a bit. But the second episode of the month will remain on the 25th as the drunk history-esque tellings of a paranormal story to somebody who doesn't know about them. The episodes that'll come first in the month will actually move to the 10th after this, but it's April Fool's, and I feel like I have to do something, um... Well, you'll see what we're going to be doing today. But, uh, the premise of these episodes is actually going to be an informed discussion with a guest, a different guest, of course, but it won't be a tell a story, get a reaction, but more of a discussion on the paranormal in general. Uh, we'll tell you what the uh, premise of this episode is, but I'm going to be referring to this sort of episode as a new moon episode, and the other episode of the month as a full moon episode. It'll be fun! It'll be a lot of work, and I'm going to regret it. You know, you probably read the title of this episode before watching it, so the grandeur of it is going to be ruined a bit. Welcome to the Top 10 Hottest Eligible Cryptid Bachelors, with special guest furry artist Iki Baku. Before we get in, though, I'm going to be tackling a few housekeeping things. One is that I'm going to be retooling the encyclopedic collection bit to make more sense. Uh, two is that I'm probably going to stop the intro song. Look at my timing, I'm great. But I'm going to be probably dropping the puns from the titles because it won't let you know what the episode's about and the episode titles are very long. So that'll be one thing I'm retooling. However, let's get to the housekeeping and make it quick, because this episode is long, detailed, and fun. Uh, first things first, the encyclopedic collection will be as follows. The first category will be Irumabu Phantasma still, which is things pertaining to the magical supernatural, ghost, which is demons and other magical phenomena, with two subcategories. The first being the folked up collection, interesting folk stories of events or people that happened in the Renaissance ages or before that could be supernatural or poor history keeping. It could also extend beyond Renaissance in the case of the Mari Lude, I think that's post-Renaissance. The second category is the It is Important to Remember That I Am White Almanac. Stories about non-Eurocentric religions and cultures, and people or events related to these cultures, told in the lens where the mythology, in air quotes, is respected, before diving into my own interpretations of the source material, because there are really wonderful stories out there, but it shouldn't be treated as just silly mythology, because some of these stories are religions that are still followed to this day. Uh, the next category is still going to be Fituera Stella, the compilation. Things pertaining to science fiction, magical or things pertaining to the science fiction magical, like aliens, time travelers, weird astronomical or meteorological phenomena, or other futuristic adjacent stories, with two subcategories. The started from the bottom of the pyramid, now we're here at the top of the pyramid without the help of ancient aliens collection. Stories and people regarding scientific wonders of the pre-Renaissance era, and stories usually told through the lens of ancient aliens' aesthetics, but instead regarding ancient people as totally capable of making such discoveries or inventions, because they did. 
The second category is the Oh, It Was a Weather Balloon collection. Stories pertaining to two weird-to-be-true astrological, geological, or meteorological phenomena that actually are proven to exist without any supernatural explanation. The third category is Still on Stiffcocks and Titmice, an encyclopedia. True stories pertaining to the bizarre plants, animals, fungi, or etc. biological esoteric stories. Or, you know, in a way that grammatically made sense. The next category is People Are Strange References. Stories pertaining to real-life remarkable people whose lives are bizarre enough to warrant an episode, regardless of their supernatural affiliation, with one subcategory, the The Witch is Back reference, biological stories pertaining to magical paranormal people, alchemists, witches, and things like that, that probably have supernatural affiliations. The next category is still going to be the I Promise I Won't Make a True Crime Podcast Collection, Stories about true crime. The next category is Kunst ist Scheiße, stories pertaining to odd and esoteric moments in artistic or cultural history, which will typically exist as a second reference to a story, usually involving a folk story or a supernatural story if the story involves around the paranormal without there being too many episodes about a single art project. And the last one, which is actually going to be what this episode is about, is the Forsy All By Himself Not A Collection. Stories that I don't have to do any research for because they come from me, which is actually kind of a lie because I had to have a second guest on board to make this episode happen. But yeah, that'll be how the encyclopedia collection is managed from here on out, and the bit will make more sense. The last thing I wanted to get to before we start the episode is the Popobawa, a cryptid. Why am I getting into this right now? Well, last episode, I mentioned the Tanganyika laughter epidemic as a sort of follow-up story to the laughter epidemic of 1518, and in it, I claimed that there was no supernatural or esoteric thing surrounding it. It was mostly a scientific study. But that is where I lied to you, because also in Tanganyika slash Tanzania, around that time, and I'm pretty sure the first sightings were in 1963, but kind of more of them were in 1965, is a one-eyed bat-like cryptid that causes paranoia in people and hallucinations and things like that when they see it. I'm not going to go into detail, and I'm also not going to give this guy a full episode because I don't think there's enough information about it for me to talk about him for more than an hour. But I wanted to bring him up because, look at it, it's a cryptid that makes people feel weird. And people laugh in a sort of panicky paranoia vibe when they feel weird. And also a lot of the sightings kind of... um happened around the time that Tanganyika got its independence from the British which kind of plays into the MPI vibe of it where it's like um, the mass psychogenic illness type thing where a lot of people are having a lot of stress in their lives and are now seeing things in a more bizarre paranormal light so it's interesting that we have a laughter epidemic and decrypted sighting around the same time and I wanted to bring it up because I didn't want people to think I didn't know what the Popobawa is um Look it up. I found all this information on Wikipedia. I did the bare minimum of research. Speaking of the bare minimum of research, let's get to the episode. And hello, welcome to Foxo Esoterica's uh, new non-story random episode. Um, here with special guest today, Iki. Uh, say hello. Hey. Hi. I'm I'm Iki Baku. Welcome to the. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Usually I do, like, a lot of stuff at the beginning that's like, here's the premise of the episode, I'm telling this kind of story, yeehaw, but this is, uh, 
the premise of this episode is we're going to just be tackling the top 10 hottest cryptid eligible bachelors and we're just going to do it off the cuff so there's there's no uh introduction we're just yeeting right into it but before i start uh is there anything you want to plug at all is there anything you want to tell us about yourself at all how are you feeling What's oh up? oh god goodness gracious i don't know um uh it's four questions yeah it is a very nearly 10 p.m. for me here, um, which is basically my morning, because my sleep schedule is entirely inverted now that my uh, fiance is working uh, graveyard shift, <laughs> and so I'm in this weird sort of limbo where I'm not entirely certain what I'm supposed to be feeling if it's like the morning for me or if it's starting to get to noon or what. Um, my life has uh, this this has really kind of uh revealed to me just how much of a concept time is oh yeah i I mean like the whole of the pandemic has done that for me because i don't think i know what month it is most of the time anymore but like a graveyard shift sounds like that multiplied by like a number higher than two yeah i'm like it it doesn't help that like just uh ahead of um, Katie starting her new shifts and stuff. Um, we were watching those, uh, you know, Chubby Emu who does the, the medical videos on, like, you know, oh, this person ate fucking sushi out of a garbage can like an idiot, and then they died. This is what happened. Like, we what watched. Is this? <laughs> okay, so he's... this is new to me, and I, yeah. I'm interested. He's intensely. he's this toxicologist, and he makes these videos on like just, just medical phenomenon, uh, usually just completely avoidable things because of people just being dumb. Uh, well, he made this episode about uh, this guy who had a heart attack because of daylight savings. We watched this on the day of Daylight Savings, not realizing yet that Daylight Savings had just begun that day. And also, oh. it, he went into talking about how Graveyard Shift actually can be detrimental to your health uh, as a human because our circadian rhythm actually depends on the sunlight and stuff like that. Um, and it supposedly, I think, if... If I'm not misquoting it, it, like, can actually take time off of your life. So it's like, okay, so let's get this schedule changed as soon as possible. <laughs> but it's been going <laughs> well it, so far. I guess at this point, is that, like, is, this isn't a long-term job, then, I'm assuming? Um, It's at least... Like, long-term in terms of, like, we're doing it 20 years later or something like no, that? No, it, it, it wouldn't be something like that, I doubt. <laughs> but um, yeah. it's, uh, as long as it takes to sustain us um, until we find ourselves in a new spot, <laughs> I suppose. I feel it. Yeah, I don't think I've ever done, like, a... I was telling you, I don't think I've ever done, like, a graveyard shift type thing before. I've only ever gotten up for stuff, but that's, like, entirely different because I... Just I'm like I'm still with the sun at that point, mm-hmm. and when I'm awake, so that's like adaptable well, yeah. to that point. It, Graveyard shift sounds crazy to me. And you, yeah, it's it's bizarre because like I wake up now when the sun is going down, pretty much. Like we we got up at around seven p.m. and uh, ran down to pick up a prescription 
all the way down in downtown because it was the only store that had the prescription. Um, and it's just weird because it's like, it's nighttime. Like my day is just starting basically. And it's night. What? <laughs> oh yeah. It's one in the morning for me. There's a chance I'll be asleep in roughly four hours. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it is. It would be one for you, huh? Yeah. It, it, it's, that's the other bizarre thing is like saying good night to my friends. And then it doesn't seem like that much time has passed, but then like, it's been like eight or nine hours. And then they're like, ah, oh, good morning. And I'm I like, have. good morning. <laughs> I have totally gotten used to that at this point because I am dating a German I, who's just like, that's, that's a, I'm like the whole like good morning or whatever that I'm used to that at this point. But. That, that's fair. Cause Katie and I have also been looking into like, like shipping ourselves overseas as well. So this is just, it's, it's yeah. practice. We're running up to, uh, reset our, our clock, I guess. <laughs> I should probably do that at a point. Although it's probably not going to happen for a while, I don't think. Uh, it... Actually, like, this straight... I'm sorry I had to, like, cut you off, but I just, like, <laughs> today got signed up for the vaccine, like, straight up. Oh, yeah, Katie got her first shot um, just the other day. Yay! Proud of her for that. Yeah. I know I'm... The appointment for mine is, like, straight up at, um, the 6th of April, but, um... One of my friends, because I'm in Michigan at this point in time, but I'm, like, incredibly close to the Ohio border, and one of my friends told me that I think Ohio's got, like, a program where you can just sign up, and they've got the correct amount of funding that pretty much anybody can get it at this point, and I think it literally took me five minutes before me signing up for somebody to text me and be like, all right, here's your time, and I'm like, wow, that it was really quick. That's That's really wild. Honestly, that's, like, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but, like, go Ohio. Yeah, this is the first time Ohio has impressed me. <laughs> Just uh, in general. Yeah, oh my gosh. If you're, if any listeners are in Ohio, this is a fun tidbit for you that will actually save your life. The first of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. I used to live in Pittsburgh, so I was very close to Ohio. and went into Ohio every once in a while. And oh. I was like, mm, not great. Why you telling me that? My... My sister lived in Pittsburgh up until um, last year, I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, that's pretty much like a I remember two you. seconds away from Ohio. Yeah, yeah. I remember you mentioning that uh, once before. And, yeah. But it, I don't know. I'm, I miss Pittsburgh sometimes. <laughs> anyway. We should, I miss it, too. should probably get on with it. I don't, thing, I don't right? know. Like, or, Probably. I don't know, like, how many of the things you listen to, but we it takes, like, 20 minutes to get started. I'm totally ready oh, to get started right now, I don't but care, this then. is the loosest <laughs> podcast of the whole world. <laughs> Solid, then. That's, uh, alright. Loose Gosh, is pretty good, then. I don't even know, like, where to start right now, to be honest. Like, we're gonna tackle top 10 hottest crypt- uh, cryptid bachelors. Uh, which is, um, like, obviously this is a furry podcast, so we're gonna be like, what's the hottest cryptid? Putting them in order. And this is, this, I, we got two people on this, so, like, obviously it's not gonna be, like, the opinions are 100% the same across the board, but I feel like this isn't something that somebody can tackle by themselves. And I also do believe it's really important for a lot of people to know this information, in general so <laughs> important yeah i that's uh, that's fair in case ever but well, okay but here's the thing like how do you know that they're single 
Actually, I feel like you know, I, with some of them you can ask, but not all of them. I I was I I considered for a moment, like you know, because like you don't you don't know you don't want to just like encroach, but then like you think about it, like they're cryptids, they're all relatively solitary and elusive, so they would probably be single. Yeah, I'm assuming like that also. You're not gonna run into it's them. It's very at a rare bar. that you see more than one at once. Also, like I feel like if they were in a relationship they'd probably hang out more true and yeah like they'd go to like the cafe or whatever they like you know yeah or like to be fair though i guess you'd see more cryptids at like the club or something and that very like a like um if you're out cruising and stuff like that and that has not been the case in my observations that i've seen any cryptids at the club so yeah well i mean you also you gotta point. you gotta consider which ones are gonna be like clubbers and stuff like I That's I kind of feel like Bigfoot would club because I mean I'm just out here in the PMW. People are obsessed with Bigfoot out here, and also just like you know, <laughs> it I don't know it's just the vibe. But like you wouldn't see like yeah. the Flatwoods monster at a club or something that fucking square. No, Flatwoods monster would be at the library like in two seconds. Hmm. Yeah. I think like. A lot of, not because I'm, like, a furry and I'm, like, getting really into things with fur, but I feel like the cryptids that have fur are going to be the ones that party more often than ones that are vaguely alien adjacent. That's fair. Um, I feel like, because, like, no one, there's, it seems like the jury is out, like, no one can reach a consensus on whether chupacabra mm-hmm. is like a green alien thing with red eyes or like a coyote with mange <laughs> and so like mm-hmm. i i don't know how to qualify that whether it would be furred or not but as far as partying goes yeah. for chupacabra i do think that chupacabra parties but chupacabra shows up late yeah already smashed and just ruins the mood for a handful of people. I vaguely feel like, and I don't know this for certain, but I vaguely feel like Chukpa Cabra would do cocaine before a party. Oh, most of definitely. Of all of the ones that are not coming to mind. I mean, shit. So, Ch- I feel that. Chupa Cabra would bring the cocaine. He'd be the one that, like, would be supplying. Oh, yeah. And everyone would be upset because, like, they'd be like... Uh, you were bringing the goods, man. Where are you? And he doesn't show up for like five hours or something. And like everyone's already nearly burnt out by then. And he's like, mm-hmm. "What's up? Let's let's get this shit started." And everyone's like, "Dude, we're already starting to get hung over." <laughs> he's just like already railing. Like I know it's four in the morning, but we 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 the sun's not up yet, y'all. Let's do this straight up. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I guess we're like deciding who's the partier of the of the bunch. So Our far, partier's yeah. hot though. Like this is not the, this is a technical non sequitur, but if partiers are hot, then we've already got a great start. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a taste thing. Like some folks like partiers, some folks don't. But especially if we're That's taking this point. from the angle of like furry podcasts, I feel like within our community, it's pretty, uh, pretty on the nose that we all enjoy a good party um oh yeah so being able to party and being able to handle that is a probably a good uh good trait to have 
for a hot single. Yeah. So that kind of just, Even like... Even if you're just, like, able to just handle a party and just, like, vibe in a party, that's already, like, a, a feather in your cap, as opposed to, like... Yeah, like, you... you not that, like, not wanting to go to one is something that's not a desirable trait, but the ability to be comfortable in a party is, like, already great. Yeah, because, like, you. you could be... You could you could still go to a party and be straight edge. Like, I think... Do you th- I, th- I think Mothman is probably maybe straight edge. Yeah. I'm, like, I feel like Mothman, out of most of them, is, like, introverted. Oh, most like definitely. On the more introverted end of the things. I think Mothman had this whole like thing where like the scare tactics against drugs and alcohol worked really, really well, and so he's like mm-hmm. super introverted around people within like a party atmosphere, but he still wants to experience the party atmosphere, but he's still very, very shy about it. So like you'll yeah. see, you'll see Mothman like in the corner at a party drinking just like punch, like regular like Hawaiian punch that he brought because he didn't think that there'd be anything that wasn't alcoholic there. Um, probably a little awkward. And there's definitely people who have rumors surrounding him. Like, and he knows that he's kind of not popular because of the fact that a lot of people think that he's done a lot of bad things, even though that's like entirely unsubstantiated. Cause like no one oh, knows yeah. for certain that he's the one that made the bridge fall. Maybe he was just trying to warn people, it's "Hey, it's gonna versus... happen." Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. and I, I he's he's too introverted to really get that out there and tell people like, "Hey," so but and and but that's if you like an introvert, that's a good that's he's he's probably a good candidate. Yeah, that's now that we're talking about this more. This is a, an extremely subjective like thing we're trying to make non-subjective and so like that's a good point you bring up because some people would be into that and it's not even like you would be into that 100 percent of the time like sometimes you're like i would love to hang out with an introvert i would love to like i feel like moth and me would be like oh my gosh i'm doing your tarot reading now uh it would <laughs> oh. go poorly but <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my gosh uh it's like it's, i don't know the vibes are weird the vibe it, the vibes are gonna like change at a personal level, but they're going to affect the list in a weird way. I, I mean, I suppose. I guess I, 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 No, go on. Oh, I was going to, I was going to awkwardly segue into being like, what do you think would be top three or something like that as like a intro? <laughs> but like, I feel like you had an actual point that was a good point and not a hackneyed segue. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. A top three. Do we, do we list the top three first or do we like, Start from the. Well, it's dawning on me that I didn't. So. Yeah, <laughs> no, not. I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of coming at this like blind kind of thinking like, as a discussion piece like where because like you know you gotta, really kind of if you're gonna rate them and rank them you really gotta, there's some debate to be had there right. Yeah, um, and the, a debate on like multiple angles, not just like aesthetic, but like what sort of emotion or they bring them into a situation and stuff like that so right it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough egg yeah well i was gonna say because i've done a couple episodes on it on the very top of my list is going to be like the dog man like michigan dog man beast of bray road etc yeah very top of my list it, very sentimental to those guys. yeah i, local I, to I was gonna say yeah that, that must have a little bit to do with the uh, locality but <laughs> 
But but I don't I yeah. and also the fact that they're dogmen. Well, obviously, I I I have to say I do not share the same sentiments for my local uh cryptid because I I I'm not I don't know I just don't jive with Bigfoot. It's yeah. I don't know. Kind of weird. like Bigfoot feels like. It would be good for like a one night stander type thing, but if you were if you were to like date a Bigfoot, they would get old pretty fast. And I mean, the yeah, obvious, no. Like... Bigfoot, oh, like big Bigfoot, would definitely be way too much. Like being around, mm. yeah, yeah. If you're like dating a Bigfoot, and you're like, oh my god, can you imagine? Because like this guy's got so much clout, right? Like everybody. Yeah who's anybody who knows of Bigfoot and like he's got his cousin Yeti and like etc whatever for all over the place and like it's just like man everyone knows your family it's like if you're dating a Kardashian or something maybe he wouldn't be quite as like yeah like superficial and shitty but he'd be so extra like he'd wear like some neon fucking Ray-Bans all the time probably and <laughs> Like a zany tie, he'd be like, oh, pulling up in a Tesla. I just, I hate even thinking of it because I can see him in my head now, and I'm like, I, he's a person that I would only hang out with if someone else brought him there. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not, like I feel like people, like your friends, would want to hang out with them so they could tell their friends that they were hanging out with them, and like, boom. Yeah, it's like, there's like a popularity situation, so it's like I've met this celebrity, etc. Now I have bragging rights, and so nobody's gonna hang out with them for them. But I also get the vibe that Bigfoot's not gonna treat that situation like, oh, I'm so sad people hang out with me at a superficial level. I'm pretty sure he eats it up. Like if someone like he doesn't oh, care yeah, yeah, what the motives certainly. are if someone's hanging out with him, he's gonna be like, I just love that ten people are in my house right now. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. So like, with that, I feel like. If if you were like that type of person, if that's like your thing, I'd maybe put Bigfoot on ten, on the ten spot, just because he's definitely that's a like good, that's a good place to put it. Because like he's he's definitely got some good clout, and basically you're you're kind of like coming into a rather prestigious family, so to speak. And I mean. Mm-hmm. It, it, as as uh, as conceited as he definitely is, I don't think that he would be so awful as to be like, well, you should feel lucky, though, that you're with me. I think that he would still genuinely cherish every moment. Yeah, like at the, I feel like at his worst it would get to that, but he's not going to... I don't think he's going to do anything manipulative or something like that. Like, I think that... He's got an ego about him, but that would be the, the like, biggest, um, oh my god, what's the phrase, um, deal breaker, that's a phrase I shouldn't forget normally, what the <laughs> heck, um, <laughs> that's a normal, really just a normal phrase, but that would be the biggest deal breaker, and I feel like, of all the deal breakers, that's an easy one to handle. I do want to bring up one thing, though, Bigfoot is, like, a Sasquatch, we have the, that sort of thing, 
But is it something that we should rank separately from the related ones that have different names, like a Yaoi or like Skunk Ape, like Yeti, stuff like that? Right. Would that, would those sort of guys be ranked differently or, or is this like we're treating this as an umbrella situation? Because I do think that a lot of the lesser known, one, lesser known ones are going to look exactly the same, but the like way that they handle being encrypted handle like people knowing them is obviously going to be at a far lower level because more people will know yeti than they would uh or more people would know bigfoot than they would like skunk ape or something like that right at that point dating skunk ape would be like having the same thing but it's so much more chill oh for certain but would we rank it separately um i i I think maybe like because i i did the like i think in a way it, it would be problematic to just umbrella all of the Bigfoot adjacent uh, totally. entities out there uh, <laughs> under the same umbrella, right? <laughs> like, like I don't, yeah. I don't want to like wake up tomorrow and have like a call out post on me, like, oh my god, did you see that Icky just thinks that all Bigfoots are the same, and it's like, no, that's not. Oh gosh, so like, I don't want to. I, I don't want to. I don't want it to come off that way, and especially, especially in the 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 case of Skunk Ape, I feel like Skunk Ape is nearly a different class entirely. Like, mm-hmm. and I, I agree with what you said. I can I can see that. Like, I mean, Skunk Ape is definitely if you are like the like just salt of the earth, like backwoods, you just kind of rennecky and just like want to just and a musk enthusiast oh yeah most definitely like skunk ape definitely likes sucking nascar i don't doubt that for a second yeah like which is cool no he's just he's honestly skunk ape i can vibe i could vibe it's yeah it's an entirely different to hang out with Skunk Ape would be entirely different than to hang out with Bigfoot, and I almost camped them in the same umbrella, but you're bringing up these really good points. We should separate them. Yeah, like, obviously, that this makes a lot more sense, and I like the way you're thinking with this. Yeah. And, like, and regionally with, like, Yaddy Yahweh and stuff like that, like, I feel like they'd probably have somewhat similar... Uh, dispositions to to Bigfoot, um, except it would be it, it would have to it would be relative to like their their region because like mm-hmm. you know different cultures and different like sort of mentalities and stuff. So like I I'm sure that Yeti doesn't carry the fame quite the same that Bigfoot does. Totally, actually, yeah. Like, even the academic circles that would... I'm just going to say academic circles. Like, this is something that a lot of scientists regularly study, so I'm going to backtrack a little bit. Um, the people doing experiments are going to handle the Yeti situation far more differently than they would a Bigfoot situation. Yeah, most definitely. So, like... There's a kind of Oxford quality to Yeti. Oh, man. To a degree. I absolutely love that definition for it that's actually thank you yeah that's perfect <laughs> cool um i just i came up with that i'm feeling it it's there's a <laughs> they're, they're wearing the collared shirts but they don't button up in the middle 
Mm, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely leave okay. one or two unbuttoned. Well, now I feel weird about wanting to, like, rank one above the other or below the other. Because, like, obviously these are entirely different vibes that have perks and things that some people would consider to not be ideal in a relationship. But that's, like, boom, across the board different from everybody. And it's very hard to, like, objectively pick one that would be an eligible bachelor as opposed to another one. I... Which isn't, like, let's go back to the umbrella thing, because let's not do that. But gosh, am I hard-pressed to think about who I would rather date. Yeah, it's difficult. For me, I think it would definitely be Skunk Ape. Like, me also. Yeah, he's definitely got a look to him that I'm like, I mean, we could work on you a little bit, hon. But at the same time, mm-hmm. everything else about him is just great. Like, super down-to-earth, like pounded i'm a musk enthusiast yeah there you go exactly (laughs) go on also (laughs) and i just like to be able to like you know chill on the porch and pound some beers and just shoot the shit and i Mm -hmm. you you wouldn't get that with bigfoot he'd be like oh yeah let's go to the to the the bar the sports bar or whatever and like but but not the not the like sports bar the like bougie one that's in downtown you know and that the one that has like like, cornhole inside and stuff damn and like i'm going to a bar and it's like (laughs) and he'd be like let's go there and like you could do that at a bar (laughs) (laughs) they'd have they'd have like they'd have like kamikazes for three dollars but it's mostly just like lemonade or whatever and yeah and it's like he gets ridiculously fucked up because that's like one of the things that he's known for everyone's like oh my god look at him doing his wild stuff meanwhile skunk ape (laughs) you chill you have a couple tall boys you're just sitting on the porch watching cars pass by shoot the shit and that's what i'm i'm about that just i think i'm about that too yeah. I feel like I should write something, because the more that we talk about stuff, the less I'm going to just remember numbers. Uh, skunky. Um, ooh, I can... Oh, look at me with Google Docs, being able to look at the numbers and the editing. Um, skunky is great. <laughs> I. <laughs> That's just all I typed. <laughs> skunky is great. I, like... <laughs> He's great. I'm going to... Personally... I put on, like... On five, probably. Okay. Oh, this is... You know what? The formatting of Google Docs is going to make it really weird for me. Oh, okay. There we go. I did it. Who is on five? Oh, look at me. I'm a computer whiz. <laughs> uh, nobody can look at anything I'm doing, but trust me when I say I'm a computer whiz now. Um, I should believe it. Is Bigfoot on the list, then? Like, I'd, maybe like a seven, eight-ish, but it'd go lower before it'd get higher for me. Nah, personally, I would still... I would leave Bigfoot right at 10. There's people that vibe with that, but I'm not them. And for those folks, they can, like, take this list at the end of it and rearrange it how they feel is uh, appropriate. But Oh, yeah. Like, if I... I'm probably going to put... Because I do podcasting on places where you don't leave comments, but boy, howdy, do I put this on YouTube. So if if you have a... A different opinion. We'd love to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, actually, genuinely. That sounded disingenuous, and that's because I'm bad with the way I use my words. (laughs) (laughs) 
Bigfoot, and I feel like I we totally had this discussion about like how it could be problematic to do the blanket thing, but at the same time, it, there are so many similarities. So I feel like you could swap out Yeti for that spot too. You could swap out like yeah yaoi and stuff but like i'd rather hang out with bigfoot than yeti to be honest really like what i think so do you think like yeti's just like too astute and like in your face about it well either that but i feel like yeti would be if he's gonna be in a pub like i feel like um there's like a weird introverted quality to yeti but not in the same way that mothman's introverted where there's like a lot of pressure people kind of like have a weird opinion about you yeti is introverted in a more a lot of people think i'm the shit and i don't i'm gonna just remove myself from the publics because i don't want to deal with the haters when there aren't like haters in the first place there's like a sort of Oh, like a, like a, like a misanthropy thing going on with Yeti, I feel like, as opposed to, like, a concern for self-image, to the point where I don't think that the misanthropy would be a genuine trait that I would want to be around more. Right, it's not, like, the kind of, like... I could be totally wrong here. It's, it's not, like, the goth aesthetic misanthropy where, like... You know, I strangers, please do not it's interact. A, yeah, but it's an also, academic um, misanthropy. Wanting the best for you, it's like, yeah, it's like I'm better than you. Oh man, yeah, no, I've I've known enough people in my life who are like that. I wouldn't even want to come close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel it. I feel it. Bigfoot would be. I think personally, I would not get as annoyed as maybe some, but there's definitely that weird narcissism going on that I would have to, like, work out with him. But I don't think it's something that can't be worked out, which I can't say the same about Yeti for. For sure. No, uh, Bigfoot would definitely be... I feel like Bigfoot would be harder to work out with, actually. Work that out. Like. Okay. I feel it. I feel it. Because, like... Bigfoot doesn't have the, the, um, the academic clout behind him. He doesn't have, like, a piece of paper that tells you, like, yeah, number one party dude. Whereas Yeti with this Yeah, that would be kind of cool if it's, like, (laughs) institutionally recognized. Yeah. But, like, if... (laughs) There's a a boon there. if, If Yeti has, like, this, uh, this academic air about him like there's a whole institutional backing there which it makes it a lot more easy to be like oh yes all stuck up and stuff and mm-hmm. like it's a lot harder to work out work the um like self-absorbedness the conceit out of someone who also has like institutional backing saying that they are smart or whatever so that exactly yep that's i'm on board with that thought process 100 percent. yeah okay um i um, brought up dogman earlier but i don't know what your background with like the michigan dogman the beast of bray road is if you have a background on those guys at all 
Because they're weirdly niche for being really cool werewolves that shouldn't be niche. Yeah, I no, I'm familiar of the with the Michigan Dogman having lived in relatively the area, uh, and heard right? of the Beast of Bray Road, but I'm not sure I'm particularly savvy on either of them like heavily. I I know that I'm those I'm, ones. Like the, I'm sorry, you're the, saying the Michigan Dogman wasn't he, he was like the, one of the first sightings was like oh like oh off the side of a road or whatever right <laughs> as they usually are yeah okay so, so I've read like these are the ones if I know anything about I know that I read five books about these guys so <laughs> these are the ones for me of all of the things um, that I've done in my life with my life but um. The two of them are ones I would put in an umbrella category, to be honest, because they both kind of got sighted at around the same time, and the sightings had, like, their rise and fall at roughly the same time, and the descriptions are vaguely near identical. Like, you've got a tall, shaggy, six to seven foot, um, not a werewolf per se, but, like, tall, upright, furry dude with dog face and ears and stuff. So these ones would be one I'd put in an umbrella category, but I wanted to bounce off of you what your opinions on that would be. The encounters are also pretty similar. I'm I'm so about that. And, I mean, the the question is, like, is that even, like, could that just be a werewolf? Or is it... I hope it is. Something, yeah, like, I mean, I, the same... Because that's great. And, I mean, there's so many examples throughout history of that uh, all all around oh, yeah. the world. So, like, I I totally agree that um, it could just be a blanket category just because, you know, like, lycanthropy in general. But that's, like, also okay. totally, like, such... I feel like that's almost a cop-out. Because, of course, of course, it's... Of course, werewolves are going to be number one. Right? Yeah, I, I would put it at number one. I feel like I'd feel like a normie if I did that, but it is my okay. heart telling me to put werewolves at the very close to the top. I mean, I would not feel like a normie about that one. I don't think that most normal, okay. average people uh, see a werewolf and go, holy shit, that's some, that's, that's, I want a piece of that. Give me some of that meat. That's a brilliant point. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, I keep forgetting that. That's, okay. Yeah. So I'm. I'm gonna. I think that number one, while it's obvious. Uh, yeah. That it's, and it's also subject to change. Yeah. No. It's a perfect. It's. It's perfect to be there at least as a placeholder. And if, like, if in the end, like we we resolve, yeah, werewolves number one, of course. Like, what did you really expect, right? Yeah. <laughs> it checks out. It checks out. The thing about. The Dogman specifically, that I would be like, whoa, personally, I would love a partier, but the Dogman would be more introverted than extroverted. But that also totally works for just, like, the vibe that the Dogman is doing right now. Right, well, I mean, extrapolate. Very non-instigating. Oh, okay. Um, All of the encounters are just, oh, we're seeing him, he's running off with a few things where it's like, I'm talking to you through psychic stuff, Um, I'm making you very afraid through psychic type stuff. None of the encounters are like, um, here we are, I'm going to do something violent, unless it's like, I need to steal a camera, I need to break a motion sensor, stuff like that. So we're dealing with like a very 
elusive type person in this situation, um, according to the uh, encounters that I've read about and stuff like that. But it doesn't not work in terms of eligible bachelorness, uh, bachelor ability, bachelorness. Yeah, bachelorness. That that's the proper one. <laughs> Good. Um, okay. I'm trying to, I just thought of this and I'm tr really trying to place it. And it's really hard because there's a lot to consider here because there's some baggage. But like, I brought up four points and they're not related to each other. You brought up four points. <laughs> so I don't know, like a number that's not one. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Where does the Jersey Devil place? <sighs> My heart says three, and I don't know who would be two, but the Jersey Devil is up there. I love like... the Jersey Devil. I mean, same, because, like... The Jersey Devil... I wasn't good. I didn't have a point. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> the Jersey Devil is, is just, like, this weird chimera, like, amalgamation of stuff. And, like, it's it's really interesting. It's really awesome, and I love... It's got pagan energy. All of that. It's, it's so good. Yeah. It's just great. Because, like... I mean, yeah, like, literally the whole... The whole, like, uh... Legend is that... Uh, Mrs. Leeds <laughs> said, uh, let this one be a devil on her, her 13th child or whatever, uh, out of spite for whatever reason or something. Definitely pagan energy. If you are definitely, oh, yeah. if, you're, if you're into like the occult, into witchy shit, then for sure. But however, we extremely need to consider the fact there's some pretty heavy family history baggage there. I mean, yeah. And I don't this... think it's, like, family baggage where you're going to have to deal with it, like, all the time. Like, they're not talking with each other anymore. But there will be a point in time where you're going to have to be, like, I have to talk to my mom today. And it's, like, an, oh, shit. Okay, that's heavy. That's going to be a wild one. Because, you know, like, straight up, like... Yeah. Uh, you know, their mom was, like, I don't fucking want any more kids. This sucks. This is awful. I hate this shit. And basically cursed them to be like a monster so like in turn they like killed the rest of the family i'm pretty sure right so like there's a lot of stuff to unpack there yeah yeah that makes sense to, that would knock it down a little bit for me to be honest actually yeah um, because it's like, if you're going to, like, lash out like that and not process your trauma and stuff like that, then there's no way you're going to handle anything. Like, a relationship is not going to be the top priority for the Jersey Devil. Um, yeah. It's going to be very much so a side project, and that's never the way anybody's relationship should ever go. Uh, yeah, no, I absolutely agree. Um, so given all the baggage there in... I like three... Three's a good, They're a pretty good spot. Beautiful, but I can make it higher. Or when I say higher, I mean like high on the list. But technically, three is a low number, so I'm not using my words tonight. Right. Um. <laughs> I'm gonna have to say for <laughs> me. You know what? I'll agree with three, because support is important. Support for your partner, and mm -hmm. there's a lot of yeah, baggage totally. and stuff. But if you're gonna. 
it's hard to like start a relationship at that point because then it's like you're not going to build trust as quickly yeah but and if you i mean do build trust then you're gonna nail that situation probably straight up and and just look at the, what you're getting like i mean to be superficial for a moment look at that like there is yes that's why it's really good that, to me that this thing exists it's a whole package that's just wonderful definitely this hooves this bat wings there's uh, a lot that is beautiful about the jersey devil yeah, there's nothing to really dislike aesthetically, for sure. To be fair, I think I would rather hang out with Skunk Ape. Which makes me want to put Skunk Ape slightly higher on the list, but I also really like the Jersey Devil a lot, and so I will not lose any sleep having the Jersey Devil higher on the list than the Skunk Ape. Alright, yeah, that's, that's totally fair. I can jive with that. I think I'll jive with that. Because okay. Skunk we'll Ape... Do, we'll do three for now, and then we'll see what's up. Skunk Ape isn't gonna oh, wait, what, complain about, like... Skunk Ape isn't gonna complain about, like, family issues that much, probably. Skunk Ape's probably a lot more reserved in that regard. Yeah. There's a long-term energy to the Skunk Ape that I'm very much so learning to appreciate the more we talk about them. Absolutely. Alright. Um, um, we should probably bring up Mothman... I, I agree. Mothman's great. I, I agree, but hold on. Let me pause for just a moment. Go for it. Because Katie works tonight, apparently. I thought she worked gotcha, on Tuesday gotcha. and then to Friday and to Saturday. So. You need to do the driving Let me then? drive. It's like 40 minutes. And I'll be able to pick right back up. Cool. All right. I'm here for it then. Hell yeah. Um, I'll do a little pause for the time being, but yeah, totally uh, do the thing. Alrighty, I actually don't remember what we were talking about, but we're back for part two of this episode, <laughs> and we're rolling right in. Yeah. Uh, okay. I think we're going to talk about Mothman, but that's just because what my page is open to right now. Oh yeah, no, it was, might be wrong. it was definitely Mothman. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Alright, what's the, what's the vibe on Mothman? Um, so... Uh, we brought them up earlier, but I feel like... We didn't tackle it as much as Mothman deserves. I, I agree. Uh, I think we decided that he's definitely relatively introverted due to the fact that there's mm -hmm. so much negative uh, opinions around him. People think that he, you know, fucking broke broke that bridge and and other things. And uh, I, I, I think that's a misnomer. I don't think that's accurate at all, personally. But, I mean... I do yeah yeah okay cool because like i think that realistically like when you get through like the tough exterior of what is mothman and like you get you, you just break through the barriers there and like he's he's just a real jive cat like he's real cool i yeah i feel it not because of the premonition thing like all by itself but just because i feel like Mothman has that vibe, but I do believe that Mothman is a very, like, a horoscope person. Like, Mothman is really into horoscopes and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I don't know enough about horoscopes to be like, this is the one that Mothman is. Oh, gosh. But I know that Mothman knows. Uh, for, yeah, for certain. Like, I mean, if you're clairvoyant, which Mothman obviously is, 
you are mm-hmm. quite probably also going to be into like horoscopes like uh palm reading and stuff like that and yeah i feel i feel i imagine the mothman dabbles i think that of of any anyone else that we have listed so far mothman would probably be the most worldly of any of them yeah i can strongly agree with that yeah one. like all honestly the more that i go in to this and keep on thinking about mothman and realizing just how cool he is the more i'm like this is like possibly the number one bachelor like i will oh my gosh hanging out with mothman would be like an experience in and of itself like a very pleasant one let alone like anything that's horny and fun yeah right the more we're talking about him like because man i i absolutely love like werewolves and stuff and i do agree that's like a number one spot but for on an on an individual basis i think for me mothman has to take number one the more i think about it like i agree with that i agree with that because like the energy that i was talking about earlier that like a dog man would have where like you're going to be introverted you're not going to want to really like go to the party to go balls to the walls here i am doing um molly or something like that like mothman doesn't have that energy but in a way where like mothman's very chill in that situation like mothman will be in the corner just sipping on something but it's not going to be a weird thing like imagine it would be if you're doing it with dogman or doing it with like a jersey devil or something yeah. like that so mothman well i mean is very easy to get along with i mean yeah mothman and you i think that mothman being as worldly as he is and stuff would probably be like open like when when you have broken through those barriers and stuff you can introduce mothman to new experiences that he's been closed off from for a while now such as like partying and stuff and drinking um i i think that like i wouldn't look at it as like oh it's a project you know like the jersey devil would be a bit of a project with all the baggage um stronger yeah but but mothman is more of like i think you'd just be each other's rock and stuff and Mm -hmm. both mutually introduce each other to new experiences which the other wouldn't have considered without and that is honestly i think that's the best right there if mothman were to have baggage it would be like existential um existational philosophical stuff it's never like mothman doesn't have beef with anybody mothman doesn't have any like relationships that he's burned with anybody yeah, no. The conversations you'd have with the baggage would be, like, the most enlightening conversations you'd ever have. Yeah, exactly. It's not... It's not... Mothman didn't burn any bridges. Like, there's a broken bridge, mm-hmm. but it wasn't him. Um, Did does, not catch fire. was not fire. So, and it, you know, it definitely wasn't set by him. Can we make jokes about yeah. it? Yeah. I, it's maybe, <laughs> okay, it's cool. maybe been long enough now... That... I think so, but I'm double checking. <laughs> I I think that like he's probably kind of over it. There's definitely folks who would still be raw about it if they met him, but you know, mm-hmm. that's just wrong place, wrong time. Or well, 
I don't know about wrong place, wrong time, considering like he was kind of he was trying to warn everyone, and, so, and that's the thing. And and yeah. I think that was probably a miscalculation on his his part, because when you know something's about to happen and you try to warn people whom you don't really have an easy way of communicating with, and you just appear as a terrifying, ominous figure in the distance, um, that doesn't come off as, hey, something bad's going to happen, guys. You should be careful and stuff. That comes off as an omen. And so Mm -hmm. I think that the good deed uh, was just, like, misunderstood. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, the the effort was put there, it was just it wasn't received the way it should have been, and that's, like, nobody's fault, especially not my yeah, fans. Yeah, for sure. It's it's just a mis- miscommunication, and, um, you know, it, 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 it happens. You can't hold that against anyone. Yeah. Mothman's number one for me. Like, you, you've talked me into it, and I'm here for it, and I strongly agree. I'm glad we're on the same page here with Mothman, because he's, he's just great. As an individual Mothman, number one, for sure. Absolutely. And um, I think I could totally put, like, Dogman and stuff there on number two. Um, I'm comfortable with because, that. But you, you said something about it's a little rowdy, wild or something at parties, you think? Or something, like... Um, no, I feel like neither of them would be. Like, I'm thinking, like, a, maybe a... Um, the, like, Chupacabra would be probably, um, any, like, a Goatman would be, I think, to that Oh, for sure. Uh, Chupacabra definitely, like, like, you know, like we said, cocaine, probably tons of lean, I'm sure. Like, Chupacabra has a problem. Oh, yeah, all the time. For sure. Um, but I can also see... Should Chupacabra be on the list? Like, should Chupacabra... I can see it being a problematic fave for some people. Mm-hmm. It would have to be higher than Bigfoot, though, because Bigfoot's at 10. Right well, now. it would definitely be higher for, than Bigfoot. It's it's not hard to get much higher than Bigfoot, uh, as long as you're not, like, you know, the Flatwoods yeah. monster. Um, Flatwoods monster is not going to be on this list. If No, I same with... No, not, like, no Frogman. I'm not about that. Maybe... Oh... Like, Oh, I like. Oh, you frog like man. the frogman? Oh, well, that's a discussion yeah, no, to be had then. Frogman though. shoots little sparklers off. That's so funny. Okay. Frogman's funny, and I like funny. But frogman would probably be frogman would be like a one trick pony. I mean, now that I'm like getting clarity, thinking about it, though, I do think you might be right there. Like frogman is definitely like okay. When your whole thing is like you're a big frog, basically, like what else are you like mm-hmm. what else do you have to play off of like yeah you gotta be funny you can shoot sparkles yeah yeah um With your it's just oh, oh my god he's just a magic trick gone wrong that's all he is <laughs> it's an it's like dating a magician which is not something i've done nor is something i know anybody who's done it but dating a magician feels like it's a very non-neutral activity um I, I I dated someone who knew a couple magic tricks a while back. Okay. Um, were they a career musician or a career magician though? Yeah, uh, no. It's, I I can't really speak to what it would be like. Like, it it's not like it would be like dating a clown. 
<laughs> that would be something <laughs> else entirely. That'd be but I just I'm actually I, I like the, yeah, no, that'd be I like the thought of like a magician. Like if if you were dating Frogman, being probably a magician, probably a comedian, and probably that's mm-hmm. like definitely their career too. Is like a a a comic magician like uh the amazing jonathan or something and like yeah it, 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 oh man just like kind of washed up and playing shows in vegas all the time same set but like can you it, i i don't know if like frogman would bring his work home with him and just be like you yeah. you go to reach for like a spoon and it it turns into spiders or something and you're like ah oh, damn it frogman can mm. I, I'm just trying to get some Cheerios. Like, come on. Yeah, there'd be a lot of inc- like you can't play cards with them because you're just gonna be like playing Texas Hold'em and then they'll be holding one card and you're like, okay, where'd the other one go? And then Loveland Frogs would be like, oh, check behind your ear. Like that's not how the game's played. You're not. Yeah. Gonna win. You're just exactly. Like you go down for the flop and then. Like, Frogman's like, oh, was this your card? And it's like, well, it was, but now I've lost the hand because of you. Because you, you somehow stole it. You, ah, uh, like, I can see it getting real old real fast. So, like you said, one-trick pony. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd keep it, yeah, Bigfoot, I would rather hang out with than the Frogman. So, I'll I'll side with you on that side. Yeah, so, so do you, do you... It is good to talk about do it, Do you though. think that you'd actually put Bigfoot above Frogman, then? At this point, probably, oh, yeah. Oh, man. It wouldn't be by a... It'd be by a small margin, but it wouldn't... I think I'd rather hang out with Bigfoot. I'd rather So we'd Bigfoot. have, like, Frogman, 10, Bigfoot at 9? Yeah, okay. I'm I think that. that's fair. Because, like, at least Bigfoot, like... Wally's probably so crazy extra, and it's just, like, a headache sometimes. Like... He's still genuine, and he's there for you and everything. I feel like Frogman doesn't yeah. have that sense of, like, wherewithal to realize yeah. that he's being too much and that he needs to maybe calm down a little. Your friends can hang out with Bigfoot. Your friends cannot hang out with the Absolutely Frogman. true. That is that is the yep. quote for the episode right there. I, I love that. <laughs> Your friends love Bigfoot, but your friends are not <laughs> the love Bigfoot. So good. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Oh my god. Oh yeah, we we were gonna get the Chupacabra though. Should Chupacabra go on the list? Or... I do think so. I think that Chupacabra would be so also. fitting at eight for me. But like, what do you think? Yeah, I'll say. You think I'll eight. Say Definitely, I would hang out with Chupacabra. I would hang out with Skunk Ape and then Chupacabra. I wouldn't, uh, like, Chupacabra I would rather hang out with than Bigfoot, just because I love doing wild things that are crazy. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, a genuineness to him. He's not just doing it for notoriety or for people to think he's cool. He's genuinely, now that I'm saying this out loud, could be more of, like, a problematic fave because he's doing it because it's, like, an addiction, but it's also, like, he's chasing that high all the time, but it's not, like to be cool he's doing it because he's like he got a high once and he's always trying to chase it mm-hmm. yeah which might be less genuine now that i've said that i mean of. not that it's like 
disingenuous. Yeah, well, I mean, that's how you work through it, though, right? <laughs> but, I mean... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's like the next... That's the step of working through it. Yeah. I like that, actually, though. I, I can agree with that. Um, I think that there's a good chance that maybe there was... There was something that happened. Like, the, of, of all of them, I feel like almost Chupacabra was one of the more mysterious because mm-hmm. we're not even solid on how he looks. Um, but he's yep. got two looks. And it could just be dog with Yeah, him. exactly. And he's got, like, two looks that people are, like, it's probably one of these two. And they're both pretty solid. They're both, like not bad looks but one of them is like yeah. you said it's dog like with mange. mange but like he's like mange is a general yeah thing. yeah he's pretty he's pretty mysterious and so like there could be something back there that happened uh way in his past that was not exactly savory for him and maybe that's what got him on this path of like the addiction and chasing that high is kind of he's he might very well have something in his past that he's trying to avoid letting to the forefront of his mind and you know maybe maybe it's a coping mechanism for the blood sucking yeah i've never indulged in blood sucking myself personally but i do feel as though that is a high that's hard to replicate for some namely chupacabra well and here's i don't yeah that's a good here's here's the other question though like thinking about it like how how often is it now a days that you really um hear about like goat suckers like chupacabra attacks and stuff it's not oh not yeah it it hasn't happened in a really long time uh, that I recall. Not even, like, as of this year where people aren't outside at all, but, like, not e- like the past ten years and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. And so that actually leads me to wonder if... Is Chupacabra even a bachelor? Like, maybe he's got someone, <sighs> right. and they've really straightened he him out. settle down. Oh. Well, now we gotta know if they swing. If... Mm. But... <laughs> That's that's a different topic oh. altogether. That's not mm. ranking eligibility. That's just that's just seeing if he swings, which would be pertinent information, but not for this. I list. do feel well. I mean, I, I feel like knowing if they swing is also a helpful thing. It depends on what I you guess want. It keeps them on or off the yeah. list. Um, in that case, yeah. I like Chupacabra. I like Chupacabra. I do. I do like Chupacabra. Um, I am going to say probably not a bachelor, but Mm -hmm. if in your area, maybe try to hit it up and maybe I'd say, I'd say an eight is a good spot. If could give him honorable. Yeah. Or an honorable mention. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. Let's let you we, we put a pin in it, and we'll see if we come up, come up yeah. with another any any other better uh, candidates for a number eight. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Um, 
who haven't we talked about uh, yet? In my list, I've got the Kelly Hopkinsville Goblins, a big mouthful, just to say out loud in general. But fun nonetheless. Absolutely. Kelly Hopkinsville. Um, but there is the potential that it's just a gray alien with some gear going on with it. Uh, that's... Which would be like, well, now we're in the same camp as like, gray aliens in general slash dover demon in general slash etc yeah and you can't really like i, I don't want to say that would be a cryptid and and then there's going yeah. back to chupacabra there's also the folks that think maybe it's an alien or an alien pet or something mm-hmm. so would that still fit into cryptid as a category that might be what mothman is mothman's like the cryptid Oh man, you're right. T. Okay, so it's it's a very that's injured cold's part. <laughs> it's a very blurred line that we have between here. So I I don't think we need we want to get too deep into what would count technically and not. But okay. I do think probably a strong stop on anything that is agreed to probably be ambiguously extraterrestrial. Yeah, that checks out, that checks out. Um, and also, just the idea of the goblin, like, I just, it's a, I mean, goblins, come on. I think I like goblins. You think? Prefer kobolds. But oh, yeah. Goblins are, goblins are scrappy. They're just cute. I mean, goblins are I scrappy, like a, I guess. Yeah. I, nobody's really after scrappy more than they are after anything else. So I'm 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 comfortable with not having them on the list. Um, that's that's fair. But I mean, I would love though if you have if you have an argument pro goblin, then let's I want to hear it. Do if yeah. I have one. Um, it's goblins are like. I feel like they're really open to experimentation, which is fun. Um, they're not gonna read a book on anything, but they're definitely gonna overhear something, try it once, and be like, okay, that was fun. Which is, like, both a bane and a boon, because it's like, well, every day is an experience, we're gonna do something new, but there's never gonna be, like, I don't feel like a goblin's gonna have a hobby. They're gonna be like, okay, we're cooking, I made an omelet, it turned into scrambled eggs, but I'll eat it. Mm -hmm. Um, I... Stuff like that. Yeah, no. Definitely... Like, a jack-of-all-trades, master of none. They're not disinterested in what you're into, though, which is the main takeaway here. See, that is really good. That's very... That's a great trait to have, is, like, for your partner to be able to listen to, like, your day or listen to you gush on and on about Mm -hmm. Hatsune Miku and... Like, they may not personally actually really be wildly about it, but they're so interested to hear how into it you are. Definitely a good trait. Yeah, I do like that. The other thing about goblins is I think, which is also like a boon slash bane situation, but they're always hanging out with their friends. And like, if you like them, you're probably going to like their friends, but it's very rare that you're going to like have one-on-one time. 
but you always are going to have like a like a, you're going to be invited to the squad which is kind of fun yeah but uh, but i mean there's that also with that that could lead to like a weird like polycule thing or something too which oh, be i mean could be fun but you also want to avoid any sort of uh potential um like quandaries that could also arise therein mm-hmm. you'd want to you'd want to approach that situation fully aware that that's what's going on you don't want to like stumble into it mm-hmm. yeah um that makes sense yeah I okay. yeah, I, I'm 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 comfortable with putting a pin in this one. Not uh, Bigfoot is like the d- indicator of what we're putting on or off the list. Probably would hang out with Bigfoot, right? But like, it's for for me with the goblin, like like goblins. It's like just I don't entirely hate them, and I don't entirely hate the whole idea of them. Or and especially mm-hmm. you've really kind of opened me up to that but okay i'm glad i could do but that. there i still just kind of can't get past and i know it's crazy superficial and everything but it's just the looks like it's i'm i'm it's i'm not sure i can really jive too much like it's it's too humanoid maybe for me yeah it's yeah i feel that there's not a lot of flash going on there yeah and i mean the big ears and stuff and the like green skin uh, like i don't know there's there's something about it it's kind of a little wacky little off-putting like like the gremlins i wouldn't find a gremlin attractive um like from the movies that's yeah honestly man i can't cannot agree can't nope Gremlins okay. are so good. They're great. In fact, if I, I can let you if I got one of those things, I would pour water on it immediately. Cause like, I would pour water on it immediately. That would be an upgrade to me. Yeah. But there's a lot of other people I'd probably rather hang out with in the mythological community. All right, I can agree there. I I don't think that we should. I do, gremlins are the gremlins yeah. shouldn't go on the list anywhere or anything. They're they're they should hardly be a discussion topic because they're like a fictional yeah like pop culture icon, not like they're not a yeah cryptid. they're not a cryptid. Well, speaking of pop culture icons, like could SCPs count? Oh, because like um, I do like SCPs. I really like the I know think i'm gonna ever remember anybody's number at all but i like the one that kind of looks like a crocodile but it destroys a lot uh, of yeah things. i know i i can't remember the number of that one either that one's really good and i like that one yeah i really love that one i do think it would probably be toxic though because like it's the opposite of the midas touch just it's everything turns to yeah. ash and but i think of any no intimacy. of any like I, as an honorable mention, I guess, to try and stay consistent with the theming of only cryptids, but to, to like, mm-hmm. honorable mention, Mallow, absolutely beautiful. Just, she is... Mallow, is that the skull dog yeah, one? Yeah, she's just wonderful. Strong agree. She's, she's beautiful. absolutely beautiful. 
Oh, I love. Yeah, she's the nominee. And like her, her whole thing, right like she's kind of just like she's kind of obsessed with you, which is a thing. And it's like it can be a little probably overbearing, I'm sure. But like, I don't think that it's to such an unhealthy degree that anything uh, bad really comes of it. I've never heard oh, or yeah, seen of any of it like turning uh, bad. So really, it's just like you know. If you can open yourself up to, like, this this girl who's, like, really distant a lot of the time, but she really wants to get to know you, and if you can just have that patience to let her approach you on her own terms, at her own pace, I think you're going to be having a really, really nice time with that, probably. Yeah, you're going to have her folded like attention and that's a really good relationship if you're like both yeah completely in each other's full attention like that's i would totally have the patience for that i do believe i would i would hang out oh with yeah 100 cool. percent um okay we got a pin and goblins though other <laughs> yeah i'll put a pin in goblins we got we got some pins i think the hopkinsville kellysville they really just chose two names, put a hyphen in between them, and I'm going to forget the order. But those goblins specifically are like 90% aliens, so that'll be something I'd remove the pin out of and then put into goblins as a category in general. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, uh... Speaking of things that are like vaguely pop culture, because we got werewolves on the list to a degree, but I feel iffy about putting vampires on the list, and I don't have a reason why. I feel like vampires are... Like they're not they're not cryptid to me, no. but they. And yeah. and and it sounds weird to make that distinction when werewolves are also part human anyway, just as like vampires mm. are. But like, there's something. The thing is, like the werewolf, like when the when when you're a werewolf and you turn into a werewolf. By the way, it's a, a full moon tonight. I notice, which is great. But um yeah, this is a good episode. <laughs> this is this is great. This is the perfect time for this. But, like when uh, slowly waiting for a werewolf related plot twist to knock on my window. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> but when you turn into a werewolf, you're the werewolf. Like that's you're not yeah. You're not the person who is the werewolf. You are the werewolf. So like there's it literally it's like two separate entities. Whereas when you're a vampire, you're a vampire and that's just what you are. And I don't mm-hmm. think that it... And it's, like, all the time. Yeah, it's all the time, just who you are, that's what it is. And I don't, I don't think that you can really have the distinction there uh, of a Plus cryptid. we got, like, uh... Yeah. Plus we got, like, the, just the Dogman sightings carrying over a werewolf into the cryptid community, just like the Dogman legend all by itself is doing a lot of the heavy lifting, and it works. For certain. To make it that, so... Absolutely true. Werewolves, not... Or, I mean, um, vampires not on the list. Totally comfy with that. hmm So, we've got so many lists right now of, like, you know, mountainous and, like, forested, wooded areas and stuff. But, like, there's plenty of folks who like to live near water and stuff. So I feel like we need to, like, consider Ogopogo and, like, Nessie and such. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was I was going to steer it that way if you didn't, and so thank you very much for that. <laughs> but we shouldn't, we shouldn't umbrella them, I don't think. Not, not Ogopogo and Nessie specifically, because, yeah, like, they're... Bones, yeah, they're entirely... Exactly. They are entirely different. Like... Nessie! 
I mean, Nessie. Nessie, Nessie has... What's to be said that hasn't already been said? <laughs> Nessie is probably the most prolific, barring like yeah. Bigfoot. So there's a, there's the notoriety thing going on, but for whatever, I there's no reason for me to actually prove this. But for whatever reason, I feel like Nessie handles it more gracefully. Probably, um, but I think a yeah. lot of it to do with that is the fact that Nessie is definitely a MILF. Yeah, that's a lot of things for a lot of people. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Nessie is... I worded that in a way where I disagree, but I really <laughs> agree. Because I'm personally in DILF camp territory all the time, but I can appreciate a MILF all the time <laughs> also. Nessie has been around for a long time. Um, and so I think with that there has been plenty of time to adjust to the popularity and the fame and also like it's starting to fade a little bit more and more it seems so like i don't want to call nessie a has-been but i think nessie is starting to settle into the life of post-stardom yeah like uh you know one of those celebrities i almost just said judy garland but i don't think that's the case whatsoever. <laughs> Um, not having read a biography on Judy Garland. <laughs> um, but um, I feel like you're saying, like, we've entered into the spotlight, we've done a beautiful job with it, and now we're slowly, like, not even turning into a diva or anything. We're just, like, gracefully retiring into what we've made with our life. Nessie's got experience, like, but I feel like Nessie's been in the most relationships out of anybody on this list. Um, oh, for sure. Not, like... In terms of, oh, these all went wrong, but she probably ended them all with grace. She has really good wherewithal with where she's been. She knows what she wants. Um, I feel like she'd be great maybe in bed because of that also, but who's to say? <laughs> who's to say? I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nessie would probably show you things you never even thought were possible. Um, oh, yeah. Which would definitely totally, like you'd be like taken aback at first because you'd be like holy crap i can't believe that you can do this sort of thing um but you know i mean i i'm i'm all i'm all here for that so like that's great um would you be more not to steer this away from desi dis, uh, nessie discourse but would you be more like a nessie fan or okapogo fan would you say i mean it's it's kind of hard um i i am am partly scottish so like i have that little bit of bias but there's also the fact that like ogopogo is interesting because that's just really one really long lanky body basically like all of the subtext has not been lost <laughs> Like, yeah, you can try and think of just, like, what kind of wacky things can get down there, right? Yeah, that's that's what... I like that concept a lot. I also am, like, not that I just realized it, but you were about to say something insightful about Nessie, and I don't want to, like, have cut you off without getting back to that, if you had a really a good point you were. to I make. have no idea if I had a point or not, so... 
<laughs> I don't think it's... I misread that then in a way that cool. works. Um, Nessie, to me... I don't... No, go on. Uh, I d and now that I'm thinking about Okapogo, I don't want their defining trait to be long, thin tube of existence. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> There's more to there, it that, that. That is absolutely fair. But that's a good... That's a good um, thing. Well, I think... I, I do want to try and find a spot for Nessie as well, though. And Good I point. don't know how much I think Ogopogo... Like, I'll, I'll be honest, Ogopogo, I don't know the very most about anyway. Because um, I kind of... I kind of feel like Ogopogo kind of just showed up late to the game and was like... Ogopogo is like, oh... I heard that you can be big and famous and popular as, like, a sea monster after, like, hearing about Nessie and stuff. And so Ogopogo came on the scene and was like, hey, check me out too, guys. And it's, like, trying to just steal that clout. Yeah. But not even, like, kind of, like, in a poser way, but, like, I don't think it's an intentionally poser way. Like, I do think that they're seeing something that worked and trying to do a spin on it. But people are reading is oh we got a copycat yeah, situation here. Yeah, most definitely. And it's a yeah, it is a matter of um, interpretation as opposed to um, intention though, which is like a which is why I do like Okopogo more for that because I don't think there's any conceit involved with the way that they're presenting. Okay. Themselves. Yeah. No, I don't. Th well, <laughs> yeah. I I I think that maybe sometimes like Ogopogo will probably like look at their following count and get a little upset about it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They'll get upset about it. And they're probably soft stalking Nessie. Yeah. Like on Twitter. All the yeah, time. exactly. Like Ogopogo has this weird fan slash rival mentality when it comes to Nessie, probably like you wouldn't. Oh, and Nessie probably doesn't even regard. Yeah. Them. Yeah. You wouldn't want to like have them both in the same room. Because, yeah, Nessie, mm. as, like, graceful as she is and stuff at this point, she probably has a little bit of, like, uh, self, like, it, inflated self-worth and would not mm -hmm. really recognize Ogopogo, even, they've, even though they've probably, like, met a couple times before anyway. Noga Pogo has probably been. Nessie could the also way. just be a little dramatic, just in general. Like Nessie might be into drama more than most of the cryptids on this list, but like only by a little bit. Uh, I can see that. I think I can see that. Not like drama in terms of like we're gonna start a flame war or anything, but like you know, no, classic yeah. Broadway actor. Yeah. Drama. Yeah, that's I. I totally see that. Whereas, like, Ogopogo is just more like the Netflix and chill type. Yep. Yeah. Yep. For sure. I I think it really boils down to, like, the, the worst thing is they probably know each other to some regard. And if you're dating one, the other knows. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it is going to be awkward if you run into the other. And it's going to be especially awkward if you show up to a party... And, like, your friend is dating Ogopogo, and you're dating Nessie, or vice versa, and you all run into each other oh, yeah. at a party, and that's just going to be a whole mess. 
if you do a double date, then it's already like you've got a movie script that is going to be. Hilarious. Oh my god, I love it. Oh, <laughs> That'd be that would funny. be really man. We're gonna are we gonna we gotta we gotta write this one now. <laughs> we gotta write that one. That would that'd be a good one. <laughs> I am looking at the list now, and I think that I would rather hang out with either of them before I'd hang out with the Jersey. No, Jersey Devil, I think, would be higher on the list for me than them. Than them? Collectively. Like, individually, they have their issues, but they'd be great on their own. But I think that they're both such a, like, kind of toxic force together um that mm-hmm. they'd both yeah i just the and they're not gonna just be out of each other's life too it's gonna be inevitable exactly simply the, the risk simply one. the risk of having to deal with the turmoil that could ensue from whatever from them like somehow just interacting between each other in some capacity I I think that definitely keeps them both pretty low on the list for me. Mm-hmm. Definitely below Skunk Ape, higher than Bigfoot. Below Skunk Ape, higher than Bigfoot. So, that, yeah, like, six and seven. Or, well, we don't have an eight right now either, do we? So maybe seven and eight, even. No. Okay, I, I feel it. I would put Nessie at seven, but I'm open to argument. I would put Nessie at seven as well, because being more aged and wizened, in spite of, like, the uh, dramatic... um, the dramatic things that can incur, I think that uh, Nessie has a more... uh, sound position to be arguing from and i can back that up more than ogopogo i like that i like that i'm I'm in firm agreement not to uh shy away from the ocean but i did have another one that i think would be an absolute all-star in this list um this dude's got a couple names uh the first two i'm going to lead with because they're the more obscure ones the fjord urali in scandinavia or the Dorba Chu in Iceland, which is also kind of technically Scandinavia, but not that nearby. But the name that this guy has is the Shore Laddie. Have you ever heard of this dude? Uh, this sounds so, so familiar to me. Oh, yes. I, I, I went ahead and Googled, and I just see these images. Oh, yeah. He's like an ottery seal dude. Um, some people describe him as possumy. Uh, he's covered in barnacles. Uh, he walks on beaches. One article told me that he had a thing for pregnancy, and in some myths, like, M-Preg, which is very special. That is incredibly special. So, this is definitely, like, if you are a freak, and I know we are freaks, like, this is extremely a big, big, hot ticket contender right here. But he also feels like a stoner, so, like, he'd get into all this freaky shit, and it wouldn't be awkward at all. Like, I feel like he would just, you'd do it, you'd be like, that was amazing, and you'd just, like, feel so Yeah, no, like, this it. could be the, the, like, strangest new experience that you have ever been put in, but, like, there is no, like, they don't make you feel weird or bad about it at all. 
Because, I mean... Yeah, it's like an exploration, and it it's like a good exploration. And even if you feel weird, he's like not going to get offended at yeah, all. Yeah, he's not going to get offended, but I do think he might push a little harder than he has to to try and get you to do it. But, like, if you're open... That's a good If point. you're open, then it's going to be fine. Um, I, you would have to try and set up some bounds to some degree, but I don't think that he's going to push so hard that it gets to be too much... Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think he's gonna ever do like, if you're gonna hook up the first time, it's never gonna start vanilla. Like I feel like he's gonna be like, here's the things I like if you want to try it. So now you're like automatically know what you're gonna experience. With yeah, this guy. it's it's gonna be um, a you're not gonna get blindsided. It's gonna be a reverse like reveal of things. Like instead of like the first date and then like oh, you, you go to dinner, you go to movies, and then, like, oh, you start working your way up. It's going to start out as probably a one, two, couple night stands and stuff. But, like, as you guys start, like, hanging out more together without just, like, going crazy with sex, or rather just hanging out before the crazy sex, the more that the, like, relationship blossoms, and then you move on to the, like, walking on the beach and stuff, which, obviously, he's gonna yeah. like to do, because, I mean, he obviously just loves the, like, lives near the water and all, so. Oh, yeah, he probably, when I say hikes, I don't mean, like, we're in the middle of the woods, but he probably does, like, the straight-up long walks in the ocean, and, like, is really into it, instead of, like, just putting it on an online dating mm-hmm. profile. Not just because that's his name and what he does and where he's started, but <laughs> because he likes Now, it. the problem is, for some people at least, the problem, you definitely would have to be into, like, Musk, and maybe further than that as far as the uh, smell-centric kinks are concerned, because he definitely reeks. Yeah, that's a, he's a fish yeah. man. Like he smells absolute like fish. fish man. Um, I mean, literally, you said like barnacles growing on him, right? It, like, mm-hmm. he, he's. I take for granted that this is something I could get into, but definitely not a lot. Of right, people. and this is a personal one. I like, but but you have a good point. Like, you have to set boundaries immediately and know that like there's certain parts of him that he's really into and he's never gonna change. So if you're not comfortable with that this is not the avenue you should follow. yeah and like it's really because like it's expected at least within this community that like you're gonna meet people that are into some wacky wild things and stuff um mm-hmm. and like while it's relatively often that you meet people who are into just everything um it is not so often that you meet people who act on everything. And this yeah. is a dude who 100% acts on, like, everything. Yep. It's somebody, if you're going to date this person, you have to start off boundaries immediately. Because I feel like he'd follow boundaries, but if you don't give him boundaries, he's going to, like, put an egg in you. Like, yeah, day, day one, one. And you're going to have to do Yeah, day that. one, you're getting, like you're getting an egg in you and then probably eaten so like yeah although i don't i do think he's a vegetarian from what i read because i think one article said that and i thought it was cute i i'd like to believe that that being said he will bore you i would absolutely love that 
I would prefer it, especially being like if he's like a big stoner and stuff. It's just so so much like a big plus for a stoner to also be a vegetarian because that's just like I, I there's there's a vibe there, and I can I can totally yeah. get behind it. The one that I am trying to get involved in every day. Hell <laughs> yeah. So I guess this is this is my ego speaking when I say I love this guy. <laughs> Who else? We were talking about earlier where it's like, once you start off, you're like, oh, we have to deal with a lot of shit. But then like, if it pays off, then it works. Oh my god, we were talking about somebody. Who is it? Uh... Um, I I I think probably I was Jersey gonna Devil. say it's probably Jersey Devil because like, there's the look, yeah. like Jersey Devil has yeah. it all, but. This is like the reverse of it, though. Like, you don't have to deal with baggage. You have to deal with kink. But, like, once you have handled that... Not to say that you have to, like, handle kinks if you're already into it. Like, this is golden if you are. But, like, if you're not, then, like, once you can adapt to that situation, then it gets really mellow really quickly, and it becomes a relationship that you can get really into. Kind of like with the Jersey Devils baggage that they're coming into the relationship with. Yeah. In terms of, like... Oh, most certainly. This is like a long, like a slow burn relationship, mm-hmm. and, and I mean, being able to take it slow and like slow down is like a good thing. Uh, not like there's plenty of folks who will disagree within this community who like just want to go fast and loose all the time, uh, but like mm-hmm. it's it's not a bad thing to be able to just go into things slowly. Um, yeah, definitely. However, like, so on on the same, almost same kind of spectrum, I feel in a, in a way. Um, I I don't know really if we can really rank this one particularly because it's a little like worrisome. Yeah. Um, not not this one. This this uh, the, I'm about to mention one, and I feel like it might oh. actually be gotcha, gotcha. more worrisome than this one. Uh, in that like. Hit me with it. I'm ready for it. Yeah, you 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 know of kelpies. Oh, I do. Yeah. I do. Those are the seahorses, but not the like actual yeah. animal. Um, they're okay. <laughs> not. They're like a sea a horse. Yeah, of the sea. and and I'm just reminded of them through this. This current discussion and i'm like mm-hmm. what is that like is that a thing because like but i mean at the same time i think that like their whole thing is basically just kidnapping so i'm not sure really i don't oh, think yeah. that we can actually even put it out there I'm, i mean i kind of wanted to posit it to see if you have any input to give there but like I have not written anything else, uh, anything down on the Kelpie. That one, this is just going from memory. In that's my head. honestly, that's it's probably for the better. I think that probably at like, like conventions or whatever, like most of the cryptids probably stay away from Kelpie because like yeah, they're in the hotel room and people are gonna come up to them if they know they want to. Yeah. That's the yeah, they're like, they're on the same level to me, I think, as like mermaids and like sirens and stuff. It's like the best sex you'll ever have, probably, but it's the last sex you'll ever have. 
you will get you eaten. are and some people are into that but less than half yeah no i i am not about like dying when i uh get down so that wouldn't yeah. be me it might be for someone so for the 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 vor enthusiast i would say maybe give a look to like those those creatures of the sea that that lead strapping young man astray and into the depths i guess like to a degree kraken would fit that category but definitely for the for the tentacle fans and then also the vor fans it will not be separate i agree but i almost like want to not even call kraken a cryptid since yes, we have yeah. like giant squid and stuff that's one of those see the can situations where it turned out to be yeah real. exactly like i don't think that like and and also i don't think that like the kraken has the same uh capacity the same um sort of uh what's what's the word i'm looking for Co uh cognizance um and consciousness yeah. as the others Because that might just be a full-ass yeah for, or like just like that level i guess yeah like that that makes sense to me what you're saying yeah and well like octopi and stuff are like hella smart i mean i'm not gonna you know kind of try to I feel date like a... one <laughs> Kraken has less intelligence than an octopus. I'd Kraken say. definitely. Well, like I know that squids are not as intelligent as octopus or octopi. Octopodes actually would be the proper pronunciation. I've learned something today. Yeah, um, because it's it's uh, uh, Greek, I believe, or something. And the actual the pluralization in Greek is not octopi. It would be octopodes. Okay. That's a... F That's fun, yeah. I like it. Octopodes. Yeah. That would make, like, a great post-metal That's... band name. <laughs> I would I would listen to it, and I would probably try to be in that band. Oh, that's a good one. Who started Octopi, then? <laughs> what, what coward just fired I have no band? idea, like, who... But, like, they just decided that it sounded better as Pi than Odie's. And I'm like, that's wrong, but, you know... It's... Yeah, Pi is very much so a hassle to think about and say. Wait, would that mean... I don't know if it if it's across the board for everything that is pluralized with I, but would that be, like, cactopodes? Cactopodes does not sound... <laughs> that's, the, that's the smart... I was just about to say cactodes, which would not be it. it cactopodes. I don't know. I actually don't know. Cactopodes. Uh... To go back to Sirens and Kelpies and stuff, I'd be comf comfortable giving them the honorable mention. Probably wouldn't put them on the list. Um, only an honorable mention for those particular enthusiasts. I don't... Yeah. Because it's like, it wouldn't be for me, but I wouldn't judge anybody if it were for them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can agree there. I can certainly agree. Uh, that being said, should Shore Lighty get an honorable mention, or should we put him on the list? Honestly, I think that's a great, like, I think that he can be on the list, like. Okay, I, I was gonna agree, because I really like him, but there is, 
a bias in my opinion because I really like it. <laughs> no, I mean, I, half of this has been just us going back and forth and arguing our points for our our like faves. So I think that yeah. it's entirely valid to concede point. the point and like put them on the list if it's been well argued. Mm. And I yeah, definitely yeah. agree Thank with you. this because. I mean, I'm freaky. I like freaky. And, you know, some smells you'll just never forget. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I could get done. I could get fishy with it. Fish is good. For sure. People like fishy. So, like, where... What what like uh fishy. what spots do we have open on the list, anyway? <laughs> We've got, like, three and five slash six open because skunk ape is hovering between five and six three and five and six. Oh man this is a tough one probably wouldn't give him three no skunk ape but skunk ape would definitely not go to three and like the hmm i'd give him five like right below jersey devil skunk ape yeah yeah he can i would totally give him five Cool, and then surely he could be like six. Six is fair. Yeah, I would okay. say six. Unless you like Nessie better, which I can agree with. If you agree with it. Uh man. This is this is it is. Hairs, I, um, despite the fact that only one of the members has <laughs> I feel like Nessie is still seven. Because, okay. like, I'm here for it. There's like Nessie and Ogopogo are so adjacent to each other that they are almost they could almost be ranked on the same level. Um, but Nessie does have just a couple more redeeming qualities to her that it's yep. that she gets just a little bit of that leg up. Not that she has legs, but yeah. I, I I get the I get the I get the the pontification. <laughs> All we need is a three, but three. We have to find somebody who's better than the Jersey Devil in terms of dateability, but not quite werewolf level. That is, who could that, that is be? like one of the most difficult. Um, man. That, that's that's such a difficult one to try and pinpoint. I yeah. I want to just kind of I want to throw it out there, and it's it's it. not it. even I I kind of think it's better as just an honorable mention probably now that I think more of it. Springhill Jack is quite a gentleman. Okay. He is. I I see it, but I would want to rearrange it to make Jersey Devil higher than him. 100% agreed. Because cool, 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 like cool. my my problem there is again, it's just kind of a dude. Like it's yeah. super humanoid. Like not humanoid, but basically just a human, and but I think that like one of my favorite things though about Springheel Jack 
is that he's kind of a personification of the anxieties in like London and stuff during the time of industrialization. And that is, I do like that, that is like so too. cool. Yeah. That's like amazing energy. Oh, but at the same time, he's, that basically means he's a Luddite and I don't really jive with people who are like scared of technology just because it's like an advancement of technology, you know? Mm-hmm. But it is it yeah. is a total job. Especially if it's like got the the British angle to it. And if I ever if I ever disparage the English, I do want my audience to know. I don't know if I don't know if you'd get this icky because I don't think you've met my old roommate. But if I ever disparage the English, it is because of my old roommate Rebecca, an English person, <laughs> uh, who I will make fun of for the rest of my days. <laughs> that's I I that's entirely fine. That's fair because I'm pretty sure that most of the English, um, most most English jokes that I know are like, "Damn, I'm English. This sucks." <laughs> they, that, the ones that I've met so far have <laughs> been in that. Uh, they've had that coming of age where they come to terms with the fact that they're English, <laughs> and then see where they go mm-hmm. from there. So, that being said, I don't think Spring Hill Jack should not get any points for being english because that's not a bad thing um that i mean that's fair but also for being just a guy i think that he should only get an honorable mention but i think that i think that he is definitely important enough and cool enough that he deserves a mention and deserves a spot as an honorable mention i can heartily agree with that that's He's cool as fuck, and I yeah. love him. He's, I would, I would probably I, chill with him. I'd probably also get incredibly tired when he goes on and on and on about, like, how awful society has become since the invention of the printing press. It's like, dude, calm down. I also feel like you would get pranked, and it would not be ironic. Like, you would just straight up have to deal with somebody pranking you. Like, a whoopee cushion will appear, and it's just, this is non-ironic. This is in my life now. Mm-hmm. Most certainly. But that could be fun. I mean, that could be fun. But uh, then again, it's. I feel like that goes right back around to, like, Frogman, to where it starts. It yeah. can start to get real old real quick. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And then, can you bring your friends to your house? Maybe not. Board game night would be annoying. Yeah, like, imagine, like, like, I I think that he'd be good friends with, like, Bigfoot, but only mostly because he makes Bigfoot look good. (laughs) Oh, and then Bigfoot knows, and he's using it. Yeah, like... Yeah. Because, like, Bigfoot's all about his image, so, like, yeah, uh, I, I, I can, he's I a guy that. that I could hang out. But, like, it's not going to take him off of honorable mention. Like, I'd still hang yeah, out Yeah, no, him. I could hang out with him, but I wouldn't want it to be at my house, and I'd. You'd see, you'd want to hang out with him at a yeah. party. Because he definitely parties. Oh, easily. I definitely prefer it to be probably at a party and maybe or maybe like just at a bar or something because I think he is a little bit more uh, conscious of his actions probably in public 
and you're less yeah. likely to have an unsavory experience. I can see that. I can see that. And then that'd be you'd have a fun public outing. Like it wouldn't just be walking on eggshells. Like it would actually be a fun experience. Mm-hmm. I like him. I'm looking at my list, and I did find one that could be a possible third place contender, but I'm not gonna jump right into it without your opinion. Uh, this guy's from Brazil, and it's the Mapinguari. Uh, it is a large bear-like body, but with a sloth face, and it's like really tall. He's maybe around eight feet when uh, people have described him. Uh, he also has a second mouth on his stomach, and he's also very stinky. Um, but he's also very elusive. Like, he's not going to attack anybody. He will run away first. Okay. Um, that's an interesting one. It's an interesting one. I don't think it's three, but I don't dislike him. I don't dislike him. But, like, Cyclops' thing is a little off-putting. I think, I mean, he has a regular head. He just has a mouth on his stomach. Oh, okay, that's... It's just, that's a strange place for a mouth, isn't it? Yeah. He has two mouths. I, sh- I should have said that. That is just we real get... bizarre. It gets weirder the more I talk about yeah, it. Yeah, that's so weird. But, like, I mean, then again, there's so many folks who just, like, have their weird fursonas and stuff, too, with, like, mm-hmm. tail maws and, like, mouths on the stomach. So I'm not going to knock it for sure. I mean, Lord yeah. knows I've, like, drawn, like, characters with their, like, mouths on stomachs and stuff like that. I'm just, like, not sure how I could vibe with this guy, though. Yeah. Plus, he's, like, very elusive and doesn't hang around people, so all that you know is we got an introverted energy, but that's, like, who's to say, like, once you get to know them, what they'll be like? Like, I don't think that that has been uh, pinned down by anybody so you're kind of just like dealing with two mouths and then any emotion really like you can't predict it Mm -hmm. i mean yeah like and and being that he's so like elusive and scared kind of of uh folks um like maybe there's a reason like maybe I don't know. He might have done something. Oh yeah. I mean, I I don't want to really like project any sort of negativity onto him. Like that's like any unfounded negativity. But at the same time, like why why be so scared all the time of like anyone? Right? Yeah. Like I don't know. And even if he didn't do anything, there's the um there's like he could just be projecting negativity onto himself and while like i don't know that's like a that's a hard thing to parse out but it's an even harder thing to just date somebody who's not gonna like process their trauma yeah to to be lovable you first have to love yourself and yeah i don't think mapanguari loves themselves that is yeah i think that's an a good observation I don't know personally even if I would give an honorable mention. I I don't know them and they're yeah, they're a little uh 
they're worrisome to me. And maybe I'm worried for them, We're just going off but also a little too. worried about them. Yeah. I can see it. I feel it. I feel it. Definitely not third um, on the list. No, definitely not. Um, okay. So, like... Here's a really kind of an out there one, I suppose. But, like, there mm. have been the sightings and everything. Um, and they are totally within, like, the realm. Uh, gnomes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I like yeah? that Yeah. They're they're yeah. fun. They love having fun, and they're goofy. But I just really like goofy people. I try to project that into life as like a. Fun to me, thing. they're they're kind of like, they're they're the same like energy that goblins got, but a little mm -hmm. bit more, um, lighthearted. Yeah, definitely cottagecore oh. vibes as opposed oh, to yeah. goblins. And like, that's cool. I yeah, like and that. that's the thing. Like goblins, you're gonna like goblins if you're into like metal and shit. Obviously, like I mean, mm -hmm. Necrogoblicon. Like their their whole thing is like they're fronted by a goblin, and like uh, he's cool. He's a great guy. And so, but like, I don't think he'd enjoy just living in that little cottage with like a gnome. Or something, and like no, and gnomes. Yeah. He'd have to tour. He wouldn't feel at peace. Yeah, at and gnomes just on the other side, they would hate the whole just everything that goblins really are about. Even though they have so many sim similarities, and honestly, that's probably why because they're so similar. And they're like, hey, you guys are basically just us, but like green, and mm -hmm. uh, like. Uh, and here's the the real problematic thing, though, now that I think about it, is the fact that I think that gnomes are probably racist. Cause, yeah, that's... Like... Uh, that, I'm getting that Yeah, while goblins, now. like, probably aren't fans of gnomes, it's probably greatly due to gnomes gentrifying uh, what used to be goblin spaces. And just... Oh, yeah being generally uh ill-willed toward puts the, goblins not to mention that it puts the cottage core into perspective now you're trying to just like show yeah off that kind of lifestyle in order to like we're not goblins here we are sophisticated and cool and whimsical. yeah and that feels like a projection as opposed to like they're actually doing it because they like yeah it. exactly like you got mm -hmm. like because like like gnomes will like be in their little fucking like mushroom hut and stuff like all smoking pipes together and joking and stuff and they'll be talking about like oh you know um my my cabin i have another a, a cottage i have a cottage out in the countryside it fucking sucks it's so far away from everything and meanwhile, the goblins are like, yeah, your fucking cottage, like, cleared the land where my dad's fucking hovel hole was. So thanks a lot for, mm -hmm. like, destroying where 
I once lived, basically. So yeah, I wouldn't be able to stop thinking about that if I were like dating a. Gnome. Yeah, it would be really difficult. Like, and and I don't think that they have reached the like consciousness yet to really be able to uh, contend with what they've been doing to goblins all this time. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, just like I thought I I think of gnomes once and I go, oh, you know, that could be something. And then this comes like it, it immediately it becomes obvious how much of a problem there actually is there. So I don't think actually now that we have uh, now that we've kind of fleshed that out a little bit more. Uh, We're not going to be into the racist of the gnomes. No, so. no, that yeah, we just can. can't, can't do that. Yeah, I am looking at the list again. I think I brought it up vaguely once, but I do kind of want to circle back to the goat man. Oh yes, goat man's cool. Um, goat man definitely has the metal energy. I feel like oh, extremely so, but less hardcore than the goblin energy or the goblin metal energy. I yeah, think. no, goblins are totally like they're they're uh. They're like a Scandinavian um, folklore, so they're probably into black metal and everything. While Goatman is probably yeah. more just like he likes power metal for sure. Um, yeah, like we're just dealing with Iron Maiden, and that's I can vibe with that. That's yeah, that's solid. not that I can't vibe with like other forms of metal. I feel like I'm, I'm like as the the everyman can vibe with. Yeah, that. like like everyone like Iron Maiden and stuff like that is definitely like it's just like radio dadcore stuff now pretty much so like like by today's standards at least so like you can easily jive with like you know when goatman turns on the radio and puts it on like octane on sirius fm and it's like okay yeah it's got a lot of like butt rock and 2000s metal and stuff but you know like it's it's, it's like yeah. whatever like i do think goatman would be the type of person to actually just like get in a fight with somebody like full fist oh fight. easily i mean like if your whole thing is like kind of pretending to be a dude who fits in and someone calls you out on not fitting in you're probably going to like rip the tap out t-shirt right off and throw the like monster energy cap to the ground and be like, let's go down right now, buddy. And Goatman definitely has that energy, but I don't think he's like super chain wallety either. Like, yeah, he's also not going to start a fight. He'll like, He's not the type of dude to start a fight. You don't he'll think, yeah, he'll one. finish one. But you don't think so that he'll start the fight? No, no. You, you know what? Um, You're right. Because he has to try and stay on the DL anyway. Yeah. Because he might have killed somebody. Yeah, exactly. And you don't want to really be getting aggro when you are the one who's getting your fingers, getting fingers pointed at. So, like, yeah. Yep. Um... My my one worry is that if 
if he does really have kind of that tap out shirt monster energy type energy like energy about him and like mm-hmm. if he really loves like all that just like kind of like old metal and like new metal and like just butt rock and stuff kind of worried he might be like hardcore like cop stand or something oh yeah i can i can feel that yeah here. which is like really ironic for a dude whose whole thing is like getting into groups and just kind of like pretending he... like he belongs until he starts like picking them off one by one if he doesn't like cops he has a punisher sticker on his yeah 100 percent. yeah like and i mean i might be projecting but it's kind of the f- the vibe i get from that yeah, not in like the if you like the Punisher, that's the whole vibe forever and ever. But there's that sort of culture totally. of like lawlessness while still respecting the law. Very paradoxical and very like problematic, and especially one hundred percent. Yeah, I, I mean that would definitely just turn around to bite him in the ass in the end too. Eventually. Yeah, I can see him chilling with Skunk Ape, being being yeah yeah i can feel that yeah they, they can out. be like hella bros honestly i i see them absolutely hanging out but i do think that like they're on entirely different sides of the spectrum when it comes to like mm-hmm. the police and stuff they probably never bring up they politics. definitely never bring up politics because like skunk ape is 100 percent like mostly ambivalent but more of like a kind of liberal libertarian type i think where he'd be Mm -hmm. like he really doesn't care one way or the other how anyone identifies or what they do or whatever as long as they just don't try to fuck his shit then he's fine whereas like i do think that goat man probably is a little bit more on the conservative uh not greatly uh socially uh liberating type Mm -hmm. i mean after all he he does tend to insert himself into groups of younger folks sometimes teens i guess again pretty problematic and and like pick them off and you know younger folks teens and and young adults always tend to lean far more socially liberal. And so his whole tactic with that is probably trying to thin the pool of, like, you know, the marketplace of ideas. Mm-hmm. He's going to debate some people in college, despite not being ready for yeah. anymore. Yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah. Ah. Oh. The other thing I did want to bring up about him is that his alias is the Popelik monster. That is, yeah. Uh, that that's just a fun nickname, but that's not gonna that's not gonna be a make or break situation. <laughs> I wonder I wonder how he feels about that if he likes it or not. I don't I don't know. How, I feel like um if you like being called the Popelik monster, and this is uh, I'm gonna make fun of myself here, but you really enjoyed the movie Cats that came out. <laughs> Uh, because I would like both of those things, and there is no reason for it. <laughs> you, 
you liked cats there's the, that's our oh, number yeah. three on the on the list cats the movie 2020 <laughs> any of the cats <laughs> number three is dame judy dunch thank you the end of the episode oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, i have not seen that movie i've i may have seen it three times oh good lord it's so i don't know why i like it as much as i do it isn't a good movie it looks like such a nightmare however it it makes me feel absolutely feral anytime i watch (laughs) it and then like some people are doing a really good job in it like jason derulo and Jason Derulo kills it in that movie for reasons that I feel like this is his first actual movie. Like, he's a musician, and now he's doing a movie. Um, And then I did like Taylor Swift in it, but though she, like, appeared three quarters of the way into the movie, sang one song, and then wasn't seen again. So that was funny. Well, because I really fucking love the most recent adaptation of La Miz. I think it's. I do like that. I one. think it's spectacular, but every other thespian I know abhors it, and I'm like, I would rather see a stage production, but I don't dislike the latest. I think movie. it's spectacular. Like it's, it's a really oh, good, yeah, and everyone good. like, just says like the same. They have the same criticisms half of the time and stuff, and it's just like, like, like because they don't like um they don't like how Javert is played, and it's like okay it's still like faithful though right like it still feels pretty faithful mm-hmm. to be fair i haven't actually seen like the one stage character out of yet, 20. But... i haven't seen like the like og broadway one but i've watched productions just in general at theaters that do them because it's always gonna like if you're in a major city someone's gonna be doing limbs that year if not five people all at mm-hmm. once so, I mean, it's very easy to find it. What do you think? Yeah. What do you think Nessie's favorite production is? Um, not that this is the greatest word to use, but it is the name of the musical, and it is Gypsy. Oh man! Oh, that sounds incredibly like, fitting, actually. Yeah. That's the. That's like if you're. Uh, starlet in your 50s you're gonna probably play mama rose at some point that's that's so that is so perfect actually that's the one (laughs) i think i think nessie though is probably the only one on our list that would appreciate theater so yeah oh my gosh um checking it again and that is a strong agree nobody on this list is a theater person mothman might get into plays but not musicals yeah like but not like deep theater like mothman probably was like i enjoy shakespeare yeah Uh, i mean you because like while mothman is totally worldly he definitely has his tastes and his tastes are not in musicals and like you just try to introduce him to something every once in a while like you put on like um i don't know prince of egypt and he really enjoys it, but he is not going to tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't I believe there's a soul on this earth that cannot enjoy that movie. <laughs> I 
I don't think I've seen it to this day, and I regret that immensely because I only hear good it's things. It's literally like one of the best things that has happened ever <laughs> cinematically for like i'm gonna that's gonna happen immediately no I'm gonna I, you definitely should it is such a spectacular movie i will watch it with you <laughs> i'm here for it i'll, I'll do that <laughs> is it on something oh, i don't right know now? probably on netflix or something i i have a vpn now one oh yeah definitely it. <laughs> <laughs> it's always funny because like um when I watch something with um, my boyfriend who's, like, in Germany, it's always funny to me that, like, none of the movies are the same on either of our Netflixes unless it's Oh, original. right. Of course. Very wildly different. <laughs> if you get a VPN, you're paying for an entirely new streaming service. Yeah, basically. Point. But, it's I mean, it's a great way to try and find what you're looking for. Yep. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> It's still, I'm still totally. I can't find three. Totally stopped up on like how, what could be number three? We could move Jersey Devil up to three and then just keep moving up until we find a different gap is the thing too. Going through Goatman, I don't think I want to put him on top Oh god, 10. no. Uh, yeah, no. Like not. There's no, no way. No, no, Goatman there's not a chance for him like that's not even yeah well that would get very annoying and problematic very quickly i don't disagree with chupacabra being an honorable mention but damn if i would just i would um put him on there if he were single or a swinger and it's all hinging on that, which is the sad thing. Cause I really, yeah. And like Chupacabra, I, I don't know. Maybe we can make an exception in that Chupacabra <laughs> could be, I think that number three could be fitting for him. Kind of. Number three could be the idea of Chupacabra. the idea of Chupacabra. If, if he's single, the ideal, uh, the idea of a single chupacabra. I yeah, I think I can agree with that one because like, while chupacabra is probably taken at this point, um, mm-hmm. and I I, I agree and it's with that. Definitely fully. going well because it's been a long time since we've seen any sort of chupacabra activity. I do think that if something were to happen and chupacabra got back into his like old habits and stuff if you were Mm -hmm. lucky enough to be the one to swoop in and be that safety net for him and be able to like help him recoup from that and recover i think that you could especially after all the strides he's made even like prior to that relationship like yeah yeah, absolutely. I think that um, you could have a pretty good thing going. And I mean, hey, like, yeah. who knows? Maybe it isn't that he's in a relationship. Maybe he just, like, got some therapy and, like, finally, like, I'm guessing, like, probably, like, maybe Bigfoot or someone approached him and was like, dude, I love you, but, like, you're getting a little too wild, man. Like, you got to slow down. We're we're worried for you 
and maybe finally they were able to get through to him and he like maybe went to rehab or something and he's just totally changed like a different person and is better off for it that could be the case too so be in a remarkable relationship yeah um like as as much as like past demons can like come up and haunt someone like post rehab and stuff it's a beautiful relationship to be able to be there for someone who needs that sort of support and i think that with chupacabra that could be just wonderful for the type of person who has the energy to be someone's rock and be the support that someone post recovery needs oh definitely and like yeah he would definitely it wouldn't even be like here i am as your rock like you're relying on me now like the relationship would be reciprocated like he wouldn't see you as the only thing keeping him going like he would he's at a point in his life where he would see dating you as like here's a person i love i'm in a relationship with this person yeah and it's not even like this is giving my life meaning but he's like i'm learning that like a relationship is a really good Uh, thing absolutely like it isn't just like what's keeping him going it is that he has seen that there's far more to life anyway and it is changed him for the better he's he's become a better person for it yep and he'll care about you this is a great redemption arc for chupacabra that we have built after like our initial assumptions and i'm i really oh, appreciate yeah. it i'm really happy with how far he's come and i'm really happy how high he is on the list because i think yeah he i it. think that three is a spectacular spot for him are you ready are you ready for the rundown because i'm looking at it right now and if i didn't write this down it would not be oh yeah anymore. i didn't write it down and i'm, I'm struggling but like <laughs> i i, I am 100 percent ready for this and i'm gonna yeah yeah if I if I put music in the background, it'll make this the bit work. But if I don't, it'll work nonetheless. <laughs> hey there, all of you singles out there, thinking that the dating pool on Tinder is too dry, not having a great time on Grinder lately. That's okay. There are eligible hot cryptid bachelors out there, and here are the ones that'll do you best. However, let's get through some honorable mentions real quick. Into cryptids that actually look like people because you're not a furry? You're listening to the wrong podcast. However, you can date spring Jack. Absolute bachelor. Into Vor and then having sex once and then not being alive anymore? Definitely, you can date Kelpies, Sirens, or Mermaids. It'll be great for roughly a day. Um, I don't remember why we don't like goblins. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I, <laughs> for, personally for me, can we take the, can we take Loveland frogs off the list? <laughs> you want to, you want to replace the Loveland frogs with goblins? Yeah. Um, I think I can jive with that because I, you can tell me no, you can tell me I no mean, I know. love black metal and I know yeah, goblins are so good. into that. Black so good. like. I think, honestly, I gotta be honest, one of the reasons that I really just don't drive with goblins is because I've been playing a lot of Valheim, and they are just the fucking worst thing in that game. So, like, 
I'm, I'm, I think I'm holding some prejudices there from like the this this really probably rude and inaccurate portrayal of them in a video game. Let me uh, let me ask you this: Are the gnomes the good guys in Valheim? <laughs> uh, there are no gnomes that I, I have uh, that I have come across. There's there's a there's a a, a dwarf traitor, but I have not. Uh, like traitor with a D or with a second T? <laughs> no, no, with a D. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <That's> different. <laughs> honestly, though, I'll vibe with that hardcore because, like, the goblins, I can get past like looks and stuff with the, the with the oh, little yeah. frog. I I cannot do that. It's just a big frog dude. You have to get past looks and personality. And then, yeah, there's the personality. There's the whole like, oh, you know. By the way, I'm I'm a comedian magician, and it's all I am. And it's like, great. So like, what do I do with you? Yeah, you just you, you... <laughs> come to see my show. I'm gonna be self-deprecating if I continue on the level of frogs. But. Uh... <laughs> No, yeah. As knowing people of my craft, I would not date a Loveland frog. I wouldn't date an actor. Mm. It would be annoying because we're. Oh gosh, I've yeah, I've known (laughs) so many other like actors and stuff who like their relationships just fall right through because of the fact that they're both actors and stuff. And not to mention, we wouldn't like get income. But we'd also be annoying. Yeah, from <laughs> me and a hypothetical actor, significant. Other. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I I agree. Goblins, get rid of them frogs. Cool. Get out of the frog. Get out of here, frogs. Do they even deserve uh, an honorable have... mention now? Um. No. Yeah. They. Off. They. I don't know how. They, they just kind of ended up on the list somehow, and like, and then we realize now, looking down the list, like that's not right. They just uh... our standards are higher. <laughs> we met some lovely people on this list. Uh, our standards got way higher than way where it that went is on. very true. However, we got to give credit to where credits due. Uh, are you into things that aren't cryptids, but potentially, if you wish hard enough? Real and also an app on your phone and also a skull dog. Say hello to Malo, also known as SCP Three Numbers. I don't remember them. <laughs> uh, into cuckolding. Honorable mention Chupacabra, but who's in a relationship? <laughs> that's the that's the extent of that joke. <laughs> <laughs> and now here it is: top ten most. Hottest eligible cryptid bachelors. Are you ready? Oh, yes, I am. Number 10, goblins. <laughs> Number 9, Bigfoot. Number 8, Ogopogo. Number 7, Nessie. Number 6, The Shore Laddie. Number 5, The Skunk Ape. Number 3, The Jersey Devil. And now for the top three, the hottest eligible cryptid bachelors. But not only the hottest on the outside, but the hottest in their soul. Number three, the concept of a single chupacabra who isn't in a relationship. (laughs) Number two, any dogman 
But they're probably a werewolf. And number one, the hottest eligible cryptid bachelor, Mothman. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> oh, that this is real good. This is real good. This is a this good is a list. Great fucking list. This is a banger right here. Oh man, you did God's work. <laughs> this is spectacular. This is a good. Li- this is just the best ah. list. I feel like we're gonna make the podcast episode, but I feel like I need to put it everywhere. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like this is <laughs> this is spectacular. I think this is the most concise and like like well well thought out list that anyone could have possibly made. Oh yeah, definitely. Especially at four. Yeah, in the morning. especially at four in the morning. <laughs> for me <laughs> this is this is this is just really good i really like this list you did a fantastic oh, thank job. you well so did you it's been so fun thank you very much also yeah i i've i've, ah. I've been absolutely loving this i would love to uh i would love <laughs> to come along on one of these journeys once again anytime oh yeah oh my gosh you're totally invited to like any <laughs> podcast i think um so this is like the first episode that's not the normal formula because I'm trying to do two a month. One of them is me doing a bunch of research. I'm probably going to like talk about this in the intro that's getting recorded way after us recording right, right now. But um, <laughs> in the intro, it's going to be like, oh my gosh. So I'm going to try to do two episodes a month. One of them will be like drunk history, but I'm throwing a story at you. And the second one will be like a table talk. We're going to do goofy things like this. I will come up with an idea for it later. Um, but for either of those, you're like totally welcome. You've been a phenomenal guest in like every single way, and I've totally appreciated. Hell yeah, I've I've had such a killer time, dude. This is excellent. This is so good. Absolutely loving, <laughs> loving this. If you have a preference for drunk history nonsense or random um, list making like this, totally let me I know. I mean, <laughs> both sound amazing and fun. Because I could use some refreshers on my sober history, I guess. <laughs> I gotcha. I, don't, I like had one cocktail earlier because I'm low key trying to get into cocktail making, but boy howdy, I'm actually kind of really sober right now <laughs> for all of that that we've done. Yeah, I I so would have liked to drink, but it's a good thing that I didn't since I had to drive Katie. Oh yeah, you had to drive. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would have been. Oh my gosh. I'm glad that it worked out the way it did because I would. Feel uh, I would have. I would have probably only had like one beer at by the time that happened. That's and that wouldn't do anything to me here at basically sea level. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Shoot. All right. Yeah. yeah, you're totally. You're on. You're. You can come on anytime. Hell yeah. This is fun. Hell yeah. Uh, that being said, now that we're, I guess we're like coming to the close. Is there any final parting thoughts you have, or anything you'd like to plug at all, or any like? thing you want people in the world to know that you know and then now they know um i i, I don't know uh i'm icky you can follow me at icvrxs on twitter uh you can commission me to get your persona uh dating one of these hot hot bachelors um, oh yeah preferably uh mothman because we have decided he's oh yeah absolutely if you know if if you mention this this podcast or whatever you'll you'll get a discount (laughs) on the idea Uh and the whole thing yay i'm glad to 
we did it. We we did a joint. We, we did it, Reddit. <laughs> this podcast single handedly turned Ever Given one way, so now I can say. Oh one. yeah, I mean to be fair, I was kind of looking forward to seeing how much longer it could go, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> I think it got stuck again, but I might have read a parody tweet and not an actual factual tweet, and I did not. Yeah, it. I this I saw the same thing, so I'm not certain. Yeah. Oh. But yeah. Icky's art is great. Uh, they did my ref sheet for Force City, actually, and it's beautiful and remarkable in every single way, um, and probably showing up somewhere on wherever you're listening <laughs> to this podcast. And someday I may <laughs> just have to redo it since it's an old ref sheet, and I would love to go over it with a newer, more refined style. Oh, heck, I totally, I would commission you for that in like a heartbeat. Um, like multiple heartbeats once I get myself. <laughs> well, we'll see if if Which is really we'll, we'll see if it has to be a commission. We'll see. I'm not promising anything. I can't make promises oh, because I'm really bad at, at following through on like art promises that aren't monetary. Okay. But <laughs> I'm here to I'm here at, as you need me to be here for whatever you see fit and appreciate all that you do. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, and I I would love to continue helping the support of this podcast growing because this is absolutely killer hella Thank good you. time well oh, cool. we did it yeah we did it Thank you for joining us on the very first New Moon episode of Foxo Esoterica. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope that if you are a single listener, you have a few ideas as to where you can go if we're in the dating pool. Or if you know you've single friends who are looking for somebody. We've got you. This is Forsetti Fox. You can find me here on wherever you're finding podcasts. Or you can find me on Twitter at, at F-O-R-S-E-T-I-F-O-X. My special guest, Iki Baku, can also be found on Twitter, and I think they mentioned it, but you can find them at at ICVRXS. They're a stellar artist, and I would definitely recommend commissioning them. The artwork for the podcast is done by at SunElChiquito, S-U-N underscore E-L underscore C-H-I-K-I-T-O. He does a wonderful job also. And all editing, music, research, and me talking is done by me. Thank you very much, everybody, and have a very wonderful rest of your evening.